In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Father Stephen just read uh, towards the end of the liturgy, uh, the prayer beyond the ambo. It's a prayer that you'll be familiar at from every liturgy of the church. Uh, but there's a particular prayer that is read uh, at the pre-sanctified liturgies. And it's a nice prayer to um, overview what it is that we're doing here in Lent, especially as we come to the midway point of our first week. I'm just going to read it again and comment a little bit here and there. O Almighty Master, who in wisdom has fashioned all creation, who through thine ineffable providence and great goodness has led us to these all-revered days for purification of souls and bodies, for restraint of passions, for hope for the resurrection. And there I'm going to stop for a moment. The readings throughout the Lenten season, uh, they are hallmarked especially in pre-sanctified liturgy because we have the readings from Genesis and we have the readings from Proverbs. The only reading that's missing uh, is a reading from Isaiah, as these are the three books that are appointed to be read throughout Lent. We have the creation account and the history of the patriarchs in Genesis. In Proverbs, we, we all know what Proverbs, what type of literature Proverbs is, wisdom literature. And then Isaiah as prophet, as especially uh, one of the princes of the prophets. Uh, there's more quotations from Isaiah uh, in the New Testament. Uh, the Psalms and Isaiah litter throughout the New Testament. But these three, especially as you read them together, are a powerful way and ways that they talk to each other. Uh, creation, we have the reading about being made in the image and likeness of God. And lo and behold, the catechism class tonight will be talking about being made in the image and likeness of God. Uh, and then we have the wisdom literature. And the wisdom literature, uh, it's not something to poo-poo. Wisdom literature, I think you could imagine it, uh, you've probably heard little quotes from it here and there, uh, especially um, little things. Um, well, basically, uh, wisdom literature throughout the Old Testament, and it's not just Proverbs, which you read the Wisdom of Solomon, some of the books that if you were used to a Protestant Old Testament, some books that are not in the Protestant Old Testament, uh, Sirach, uh, the Wisdom of Solomon, uh, you will find a fascinating uh, genre of literature that holds together within it um, creation, right? Because wisdom is a kind of uh, natural wisdom. Uh, you should only eat so, you know, until, not until you're completely full and you feel it, but this is not a proverb in the Bible, but I'm just saying. <laughs> uh, the kind of wisdom of like, you should stop eating before you feel like you're completely full. Or all these kind of sayings of wisdom that do not require necessarily divine revelation. But the wisdom literature in the Old Testament, some of it has aspects of that. Because you can find parallels in Egypt and other places that have similar uh, sayings. Uh, but then when you get, especially the wisdom of Solomon and Sirach, uh, you start seeing about the wise man and who the wise man is. And the wise man is one who is able to suffer. The wise man is the one who keeps to all the ways of creation. So he does what Adam was supposed to do. He imitates uh, the patriarchs insofar as the patriarchs imitated uh, what Adam was supposed to do. Uh, 
And they are wise because they understand uh, the way of the world. And Isaiah is then, especially Isaiah 1, the first chapter, uh, which would have been appointed for reading during this week, uh, has the great indictment because uh, there's not really a wise man in Israel. We talk about this wise man. We talk about uh, the prophets, uh, the forefathers, the patriarchs. And when we come to Isaiah, we have the great uh, judgment against Israel. Israel doesn't know who its master is, but the ox and the donkey know who their creator is. Again, the creation knows who its Lord and master is, and yet we have lost our way. We come uh, in the prayer during the 40 days. uh, We have another 40 days being referenced to put into the hands of of thy servant Moses, the tablets and letters divinely inscribed. Moses spent 40 days fasting and preparing himself uh, and going up on the mountain. Uh, he, um, we, you can kind of glide right over the fact that Moses uh, prepared himself and then was, went up into the cloud and spent a long time without food uh, and there in the presence of God. 40, of course, has many resonances, uh, being lost, uh, driven about through the wilderness as Israel was uh, in its exile and its way to the promised land. Grant unto us, O good one, to fight the good fight, to complete the course of the fast, to preserve the faith intact, to crush the heads of invisible serpents. Hopefully you hear resonances of Pascha here, but you also might hear residences of uh, the other fe- great Paschal feast of Theophany, and that without condemnation we may also attain and worship the Holy Resurrection. The Lenten fast is given for us uh, this great struggle and increase in prayer and almsgiving and services uh, is given for us to follow the way that the created world is supposed to be, to return to what is actually natural, to return to the wisdom that God ingrained into creation uh, that we have lost, and as the prophet Isaiah, uh, through, as God calls to Israel, says, come and let us reason together. Though your sins are as scarlet, he will wash us. He will cleanse us. And this is our time, as Moses had his 40 days, that we have our 40 days to cleanse ourselves, to return to paradise. Uh, And it is an arduous journey. We have to crush a few invisible serpent heads. And invisible because uh, many of us, uh, if you've actually peered deeply into your heart, you start to see serpents you didn't even know were there and how they're entwined with the other serpents. May God give us the grace uh, that the prayers of his servant Moses, whom he gave the tablets to, that we may inscribe in our own hearts his law, his commandments, his wisdom, so that we may uh, attain to full unity uh, in embracing of his kingdom, which is to come. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen.